All right, so um, we are continuing on uh, another Ibaiseima on the top of the page, second second line from the top. Ibaiseima, alternate pshat. Another third possibility. All we're saying here is hachikamer. This is what we mean to say. We're giving beisham and beishilal, not as a practical halacha. We're talking as an example, and it's saying like this: hachikamer kol hecha timishkachas trei tanoi that you find two tanoim betrei amaroi or two amaroim tipligadadi that argue on each other kein machlokes beisham beishilal like beisham and beishilal, which means that argue a lot all of in many areas of law. One should not take the leniencies of this rabbi and the leniencies of that rabbi. So in other words, let's say you have two great poskim. Let's give you an example. You have uh, uh, the Rambam says his psak, and you have the Rush that says his psak. They don't always agree on everything. So you can't say, okay, I like the Rambam over here because he has these leniencies. I like the rush over here because he has the leniencies. That's not a way to go. Okay? That's called picking and choosing to your benefit. That's very inappropriate. Okay? That's, that's an example of what we're trying to say here. But we're using Bisham Bisila not as a reality. We, of course, the Allah follows Bisila. We're not denying that. We're just saying an example if you find that between Tanoim or Amoraim. Machloksim, many machloksim, like you find by Bisham Bishilel, don't take the leniencies of either side, right? Kikule demar v'kikule demar, v'lokikumre demar v'kikumre demar, don't take the stringencies of either side. Ela o kikule demar v'kikumre avid, ikikule demar v'kikumre avid. You take one rabbi, another modern day example, let's say you have Rav Moshe Feinstein's uh, rulings, and you have um, Rabbi Ovadia Yosef's rulings, you can't just pick and choose and say, oh, I, he has these leniencies, so I'm going to follow him over here. He has these leniencies, I'm going to follow him over here. You stick to your posik through thick and thin. Okay? That's the right way. But also not to take opposite stringencies. I'm not going to take this one's stringency and that one's stringency. So, so the bottom line is, why in the city of Narada? Did they, in this mavoi that was bent, why did they require doors? That's the question. Okay. It's kind, it, it doesn't make sense. So, Amr of Nachmer Yitzchak, Kule Kerav Avdua. So, Rav Nachmer Yitzchak says, actually, this is not picking and choosing. They're being consistent with one rabbi. They're going with what Rav says. Because Rav Huna says the name of Rav. Yes, it's true that Rav said in a Mavim Mefulash, when it's open on both ends, Rav said that it's all, all you need, like the Tanakama, all you need is a source of Pesach on one end, and a Lachi, or a, a, a side post, or a cross beam on the other end. That's really all you need. But, that's Allah, Ve'ein Morinkin. We don't teach people that Allah. Many times we find that uh, you know, there are the halacha, although halachas allow certain leniencies, it's best that people don't know it because they'll they'll become they'll take it the thing, things too lightly, and that's uh, that's a com a common con- concept that uh, that we find in many areas that because, even though a leniency exists, it's if uh, you know if people are learned they know the halacha then they can be lenient, but people 
who ask you, what should I do in this case? You don't tell them that halacha because ain morin king. Don't teach them the halacha because they're going to extrapolate from that to be even more lenient. And that's why, even though that is the halacha, he says, if somebody would, anybody would ask Rav, what should we do? He'll say, put a door. Okay? Even though that's not the opinion of we Paskins, he says it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it, it's, it's, we don't teach that halacha to, to the public. So that's the idea. Halacha ve'ain morin kain. And therefore we're following Rav all the way, through and through. So Gemara says that works, at least according to Rav Huna, in the name of Rav. But it's machlokas. According to Rav Ada in the name of Rav, Rav Rav Ada bar Ava in the name of Rav, right? Ula Rav Ada bar Ava Amar Rav the Amar Alocha Umarin Kain. He says no. It's not only the Alocha theoretically, but it's Alocha practically. We would teach people this Alocha, okay? So me, so Michael, remember what are you going to say according to Rav Ada bar Ava? We are definitely taking conflicting conflicting sides. Lechumra. How could that be? So I'm Rav Shizbi. Rav Shizbi explains a very important distinction when it comes to this halacha. So Rav Shizbi says, Ki lo avdin and ki chumrei de Rav. One second. Ki, um, so Rav Shizbi explains, Ki lo avdin and ki chumrei de Beit When can't we take contradictory uh, uh, can we take two stringencies of two different rabbis? That's Hechad the Sasri Adadi. That's where the two stringencies contradict each other. Kegon, Shedra Vigulgolus. Example of this is the law of the, 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 spine, the spine and the skull. It's an interesting halacha. Uh, so, so as we know, there's different types of tuma. There's tumas mace. And one of the tumas mace uh, is if you have an entire body of a dead body, then it conveys tuma in the ohel as well. Well, if you have a bone, just a plain bone, so if you touch it, you pick it up, even a tiny bone the size of a barley makes you tummy. We learned that not that long ago. But... What about us? If you have, but there's a special part of the of the bone bonal structure that convey Thomas Ohel even in their own right, a spinal cord and a skull. Okay, they convey Thomas Ohel too. Now, if it's missing a part of it, then it's not going to convey Thomas Ohel. So that's a shedra val gugola If some part of it is missing, then it's not going to convey Thomas Ohel. How big of a lack of is is a qualifies? Bishedra in a spine. Beshami says if it's missing two chulios, two rings, as you know, spinal cord is made of, of rings. So if two of the rings are missing, then that's not a full that's called not a full spinal cord, and it does not convey to But if it's missing only one ring, it still conveys Thomas Ohel, okay? Even though it's missing a ring. Okay? That's Beshameh. Even if it's missing one ring, it's already in, not completely intact. And since it's not completely intact, it does not convey Thomas Ohel. So now, who is more strict over here? Beshameh. Because Beshameh says it's still considered a whole spinal cord. 
spine, its whole spine, even if it's missing only one. Only when is it not considered a full spine and not going to convey Thomas Oel when it's missing two. And Vesel says, no, even one missing is already enough to say it's not going to make Thomas Oel. Okay. Over Gilgolas, and when it comes to the skull, the size of an awl, which makes a pretty large hole in the skull. So if it's missing that much off of the skull, it's already not considered an intact skull. But that's pretty big. Enough of a skull that would, if a, if a living person would have that part of his skull removed, he couldn't live. So that's called already big enough, which is a much smaller hole. So again, uh, who's the stringent side? Beishamai is more stringent because he's saying unless it's a really big hole, it's still considered enough to convey to Masoel. And Masoel says even a pretty tiny hole, if he couldn't live with that hole, then it's uh, then it's already not a complete skull. The Amr of Yudamer Shmuel, the Chelin Yitreifa. These halachas are also paralleled in Hilchas Treifa. The same thing, according to Beishamai. Only time an animal will be a trefa if it's missing two chulias, not if it's missing only one. And according to base Hillel, even if it's missing one, it's already a trefa. Now, who's stringent in the laws of trefa? Base Hillel is more stringent in the laws of trefa. What's the or in the skull also? If it's missing this much of the skull, according to a tiny little piece, according to base Hillel, it's already a trefa. According to Beisham, it's not a trefa. Now. If in if I'm going to be machmir like Beishamai in Thomas Ohel, and machmir like Beis Hillel in Trefus, so that's Habahatalia. It's one svara that, manif- that, that that that's that that speaks to both points. It doesn't make sense. That's the only time when we can't take two stringencies on uh, from two different rabbis. Then it's problematic because it's not a consistent opinion. Either you hold it's called a chesaron, or you don't hold it. You can't switch between the two things. So that's where we don't take stringencies that are contradictory, because it's they don't they're dependent on the same logic. So then you can't be stringent in both directions. Either you hold two chulias or you hold one chulia. If you hold one chulia, then you got to be consistent with one chulia. If you hold two chulias then you got to be consistent with two cholias. That's what the Gemara is saying, is where you're, it's not acceptable to take two stringencies. Okay. Avalhecha, uh, right? So that's that's the... Uh, now, Avalhecha, the low sasriyatad, it continues the Gemara, Avdinan, you can do like two different rabbis. So over here, when you think about it, the the two things are are not related to each other. The question of a bent wall, a bent mavoi, whether that's considered mafulash, an open mavoy, or not, is an independent thing of what is the way to fix up a mavoy mafulash. Those two those two dinim do not connect to each other. So therefore it makes sense to take a stringency in one halacha like this rabbi, and a stringency in another halacha like the other rabbi. It's not a question, it's not a difficulty. And this I could go with this stringency, I'm, I'm covering myself here, and I'm covering myself there. If they're conflicting stringencies, that's a different story, and that's problematic. Okay. That is the answer to the question. So the Gemara asks Akasha, so um, the Gemara says, Is that really true? That when you have contradictory 
contradictory stringencies, we don't follow it. We have here a story, okay, as we know, there's a maestros that you have to separate on your produce. And the Esther tree, it's important to know, we, it's uh, the Gemara Kedushin brings it down, it's a Mishnah, but basically an Esther is, um, is a unique kind of tree that it's, um, that the fruit are, 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 you have to take the mice on the fruit once you pick it. It doesn't go by when it flowers, like most fruits. It's a unique kind of fruit because it stays on the tree from year to year. So therefore, it's, it goes like the same as vegetables. When do you take the tithe? When you pick it off the tree. So what happened? They, uh, Rabbi Kiva had a tree, and he harvested his uh, esrog tree, and he harvested it on, uh, after Rosh Chodesh Shvat. Now, trees follow the Rosh Hashanah Li'ilanos, is, is a machlokis, when is the Rosh Hashanah Is it on the first day of Shvat? Or is it on Tu Bishvat, right? It's Mishnah in, in Rosh Hashanah. Now, what did he do? He took it, let's say, on the second day of Shvat. So, so which tithe do I take? It was a crossover between the two types of tithes. As, Meister, the, as we know, the first year of the, of the Shemitah cycle and the second year of Shemitah cycle, I have to separate. Every, every year you separate Truma, you separate Maiserisha. Some years, first, second, fourth, and fifth, you separate my sesheni, and that I transfer onto my money and I bring it with me to Rishalayim. That's my sesheni, and then every and then on the third and sixth year, I would separate my serani. Now this was crossover between the two years between my sesheni and between this, let's say second year and third year. So if it's the Rosh Hashanah is on Rosh Chodesh Shvat. So then it's already year three, and if it's year three, I should have to separate Maiser Ani. So what Rabbi Kiva did is he separated both Maiser Ani and Maiser Sheni off the same, same harvest. Now that's contradictory. If it's Rosh Hashanah, Li'ilanos, um, uh, then, then it's already, then it should be just Maiser Ani. And if it's not, until it's Tu B'Shvat, so then it should be, uh, then, it, then it should be Maiser Sheni. You can't do it both ways. It's contradictory. Why is he taking a string to in both contradictory sides? That's the kasha. So the Gemara says, no, you got it wrong. Rabbi Kiva, Gemara is topically. Rabbi Kiva was not clear on his tradition. Meaning, He's not trying to choose between Beishama and Beishilo. What he's doing is, He's, try, he's trying to follow Beis Hillel, but he's not clear on Beis Hillel's own opinion. Does Beis Hillel hold that real day is Rosh Chodesh Shabbat? Or does he hold that the real day is Tu B'Shvat? He was confused which way is Beis Hillel's opinion. He's trying to follow his consistent opinion, but because I'm not sure which is his opinion, I want to cover myself to be able to follow Beis Hillel through and through. That's a different story, and that is also perfectly fair. Uh, and that's why, that's why he just covered himself to take both Meister Shani and Meister Ani to be, able to, to be able to say that this way, no matter which way, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Beis Hilo. Okay. 
So that's the end of that discussion with regards to taking con- conflicting stringencies. Okay. Brings us to a new discussion. Yosef, Rav Yosef, Kameda Rafuna, Vyasev Kamar. So Rav Yosef was sitting before Rafuna and he was saying, Amar Rav Yudah Merav, Rav Yudah says the name of Rav, Machlokas Bisrachim Mikan, Bisrachim Mikan, O Platim Mikan, O Platim Mikan. This Mavoy Mefulosh, Okay, that we're talking about, which is open on, it's an alleyway that's open on two ends to the public domain. So what kind of public domain are we talking about? Either a stratia on both sides or platia on both sides. If I have to take a English word to define the two, I would say stratia is like a street. It's a thoroughfare. It's where people are traveling. They're going from place to place. That's a stratia. Platia, I would call a plaza. That's not a place where people are actually going around, but it's a very public, it's like a public park where everyone hangs out and sells things. It's like a shuk. So one is like, a, they, they just set up market and that's where the market is. That's what a platia is. A plaza is what I would think the English word for it. Okay. So there's either side, there's a rishos harabim legit, a real rishos harabim on both sides. That's when, that's the machlokas, what, what do you need to do to fix something like that up to be able to carry in this mavoy? Avo, however, says the Gemara, says Rav Yosef, in front of Ravuna, if on one side you have a street, and the other side, you don't have a real Rishos Rabbim, you have a Bika, a valley, which is, is a, only a Carmelist, it's not true public domain, because it's not the place where most people are going. It's an open, it's an open field that anybody can go, but it's not exactly a place where the public hang out. So it's called a Carmelist. Or you have a, 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 it's not even open to a true Rishasarabim Rabbim on either side. So then everybody would agree, also towards a Pesach Mekan, all you need on one side is a Tzorza Pesach, Lechi Mikan, and all you need on the other side is a Lechi and a Korah, and that would be enough to, to close this Mavoy. Because Mavoy Mefulash is a big issue what, that you maybe would need doors for if they're both sides are opening to a true Rishos Rabin. But if it's not a true Rishos Rabin, it's only a Karmelist, which we said is kind of public, but not a real public, genuine public domain. So that's the story. So the Gemara is bothered, why would I need to talk about the second case after I talked about the first case? Meaning, if it's open to one side to a Sratya and the other side a Pika, and even over there it's enough to just put a Tzursa Pesach, a door, uh, what looks like a doorway, right? right? Two, two poles and a string going across, and that's good enough. What? Well, of course, if it's open to a, a Bika on both sides, which is a Karmelis on both sides, why do you have to talk about that? That's even more obvious that it, that it would need more, would not need more than that. So that's the Gemara's question. Has the sratu mikan ubika mikan oslo tzurza pesach mikan velechivikor mikan? All I need is a tzurza pesach on one side, and a lechivikor on the other. Bika mikan a bika mikan mibayit. Do you need to tell me that if it's open to only a bika, which is only a karmelis on either side, that that's all you would need? Of course. It's obvious. So why why do we mean why would the Mishnah why would the would this quote choose to mention that? So Gemara explains. This is what we're saying. 
Even though one side is open to a real Rishos Rabbim, a street, and the other side is open to just a, uh, a Carmelist, that's the same as if it's open to a Bik on both sides, and therefore it's okay with just a Tzuras Pesach on one side, and a Lechi, a side post, or a Korah, a crossbeam on the other side. Now, um, this is the quote of Rav Yosef, he was telling it to Rav Huna, and saying from Rav Yehuda in the name of Rav. And then he said, that's what Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav. Now, I, uh, Rav Yehuda himself just said something else, but he didn't tell me in whose name. He didn't say he heard it from Rav. As we know, Rav Yehuda was a Talmud of both Rav and Shmuel. So many of his learnings were either from Rav or Shmuel, so we don't know. So Rav Yehuda then said another line. Im kala If the mavoi ends in a rechava, which we'll define in a second, then you don't even need anything on that end. Okay? Kala l'rechava means that it's a mavoi mafulish, but the mavoi mafulish does not really end into a mavoi, it ends into a rechava. So it is a little bit of a picture. If you look in Rashi over here, it has a little picture. Just to clarify, what we're talking about is this. Basically, the mavoi started out as a dead end mavoi, like a regular. It's open on one end of the street, and the other end it went into, it, ended, it was a regular dead end. What happened was, is that, and what was behind the wall of that dead end, of that mavoi? It was a rechava. Rechava is basically a backyard, what we would call a backyard, that's shared between two houses, that they don't go out. It's not their chatzer, which is the way they go out of their front yard and go to the street. It's their backyard that they use for private things. Okay, And they both, two, two houses, open up to that same backyard, and it was a fully closed, on all sides, four sides, closed backyard. That's just a private yard, basically. Private between the two families, okay? Anyway, that's a rechava. But it's not the same as a chatzer that's, like, uh, jointly used uh, by the group, okay? Where a number of houses open up into a chatzer. That's where you need to make an of. Anyway, we're not talking about the front yard. We're talking about the backyard. That's a rechava. And it has four walls on it, usually. What happened was, is that the Mavoy's dead end wall was broken open to the full width of the Mavoy. And then, opposite, on the other wall of the Rechava, they breached it to, uh, to get to the other side, where the, which opens up to Rosh Hashanah, uh, to a public domain. So basically, what people wanted to do is, and this is, was done intentionally in many houses, you'll see this, you may have a dead end street, that people break open through the dead end, even though it's going through somebody's backyard, and then it opens into the public on the other side. So that's what's going on over here. Okay? So if that's the case, says, uh, if that's how the Mavo is foolish because you're really passing through a private backyard to get to the Rosh Hashanah, because the, the wall on the other side is breached, they broke open the door, the wall, to be able to continue on into the Rosh Obviously, basically, it was basically made into a shortcut. 
So that's the discussion. Then you don't need anything on this muffle. You don't even need a tzuras. You don't need to fix up that side of the mavi at all. You just put a lechi and kara on the other side and you're good to go. That's basically what Rav Yosef said in the name of Rav Yehuda. Now, Rav Yosef said to Rav Yosef, this quote that you just quoted from Rav Yehuda, this last add-on, cannot be Rav's opinion. It must be Shmuel's opinion. Why? If it would be Rav who said that, then we basically got ourselves a contradiction in Rav. Rav could never agree to that because he seems to contradict that. Why? It's a, it's a double contradiction in Rav. Why? If you have a mavoi that opens up, that, that was, you know, a dead-end mavoi, that opened up fully into a chatzar, and straight across on the other side of the chatzar, it was broken open. Chatzar muteres o mavoi asr. The chatzar, the people of that chatzar, they can carry in that chatzar, no problem. But the mavoi, it's messed up. Okay? Um, question is, why is this any different? So what if it opens up to a chatzar instead of a rechava? It's basically the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. It's opening up to a shared yard of, uh, of, of houses. And, it op- and on the opposite side of that yard, there's a breach into the public domain. And he's saying that Mavu cannot be carried in. So he's contradicting himself. It can't fit. So Amrle, so this is Rav Yosef responding. And he said, look, I cannot answer you the question whether Rav is quoting whether Rav Yehuda is quoting Grav or Shmuel, who he got it from. All I know is of the Havah. There was a story, and I'm just telling you a case history. Bidura der Usa, the, the village of the shepherds, shepherd's village, the case was that it was a Mavi that opened up into Rechava. They asked Rav Yehuda, what should we do? Our Rechava our, our opened up on the breach. There's a breach on the other side of this backyard. Then, and now the Mavi, you can walk straight through the Mavi into the Rashus Arabim on the other side. He says, Don't worry, Pet, it's fine. You don't need to fix up this Mavi anymore. It's, it's good as it was, it was, which was, it had a Lacha and Kor on the other side, everything's good. And what do you want from my life? If it doesn't fit in with Rav because of your contradiction? Fine, so it so fits with Shmuel. I don't, I don't know. What do you want from my life? But the truth is, right, so so be like from Shmuel and it's not a contradiction. So the Gemara says, But now, says the Gemara, Gemara is making conclusion now. Now that we are Rav Sheshes said to Rav Shmuel Bar Abba, or he said it to Rav Yosef Barabbah, I can explain to you the difference. Don't ask me, it's not a contradiction. The difference is, is there an Erev 
for this chatzer, or is there no Erev for this chatzer? Then the Rav, the Rav, Nami lo kasha. Kan she irvu b'nei chatzer im b'nei mavoi? Kan she lo irvu? It could be that this chatzer was not, the people of this chatzer were not joined to, part, to be a part of the mavoi. Okay, as we know, in order for the people of the mavoi in order to be able to carry in the Mavoy, every member, every Chatzar and houses of that Chatzar that open up into that Mavoy need to participate in the Erev. They need to either put in a coin or be connected somehow to that Erev. Um, put, you know, put bread in, whatever, food in, whatever it is, but there's some, everyone's required to participate in order for them to carry in that Mavoy. In other words, nobody can carry in the Mavoy Unless everyone is connected, who everyone who opens up to the movie is connected to the movie. What's going on over here is we're talking about this chatzer was a detached chatzer, not connected to this movie. It it was it was it was closed. There was no wall there originally, so they didn't access that movie ever. What happened was is that then they made a breach. Now that there's a breach, you so now it is an access to the movie. Those people never participated in the Mavoy. Now we got ourselves a problem. You didn't chip in in this Mavoy. This Mavoy is not allowed to carry. The Chatzar can carry to each other because we made an Erev for our Chatzar. But we didn't make an Erev shared to the Mavoy. So therefore, nobody's allowed to carry in the Mavoy because these participants, and, the, and basically the opening to the breach, I want to finish the thought, the opening to the breach to the Rishul Sarabim has nothing to do with the question. That's not why the Mavoy is not allowed to carry. The mavoi is not allowed to carry because of the because the chatzer opens up to the mavoi and they don't participate and the, they never participated in a shituf mavos in a combined uh, the com, the combine of the of the mavoi to be able to allow anybody to carry into that mavoi. You have a question? All right. Anyway, that's the story. Kanchel um, irvu, and that is, I guess, the stopping point. So, and we'll continue with this tomorrow. A pleasure learning with everybody. And we'll see.